Hey guys, it's Parissa here from 168. Welcome to another episode of the 168 podcast. Um, today I'm here with Dean and we're chatting to you guys today a little bit about what we did during lockdown 2.0 here in Sydney. It's been a, uh, a tough few months and uh, we're going to talk you guys through you know, everything we went through, um, how we went about it and uh, what we did to come out of lockdown even stronger and better. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening, guys. We are, we are into week 12, I think, mm-hmm. 12, 13 of, of lockdown. Yeah. Of lockdown and 2. Lockdown 2.0. This yeah. one, I feel like the sentiment with a lot of people has been that it's been a lot harder this time around. It has been. I think the first time it was a little bit of a novelty, but, um, yeah. not to diminish you know, the, the, the seriousness of what the lockdown was for, but you know, um, people were sort of adapting and there was lots of new things. People were, were discovering Zoom and, and yeah. working from home and all that sort of stuff. Uh, and I know in a lot of corporate environments, um, you know, where when I used to work for the bank, um, they'd started to look at working from home and things like that, but it wasn't until they really had no other choice that people started doing it. So last year we did Zoom, we did the, the Zoom um, lessons and that sort of thing. And uh, the feedback was good. But yeah. when this one swung around, we decided that uh, we, we didn't want to do that again. Yeah. Because um, things were a little bit different and the restrictions were different and how was it, it was approached in New South Wales was a little bit different. So... Um, we pretty quickly um, dismissed the idea of doing Zoom and looked at rather than what the restrictions stopped us from doing, we looked at, well, what could we do to still operate in a COVID-safe way? Yeah. Um, do something proactive that was keeping our community safe, um, making sure that their mental health was in check and keeping them active. Um, and obviously, as always, the number one priority is the health and well-being of our staff and members. Um, but we approached it from standpoint of, well, what are people going to be doing in this lockdown? And we thought, um, like at Alexandria, there's a, a workout area across the road and almost immediately it became crowded with people, um, that you know, as soon as gyms closed, they flocked to these workout areas. And, and unfortunately there is no check-in in parks, workout areas. Um, last yeah. lockdown, they closed them all, but this time they didn't. So that's where people went straight away. Everyone's touching the same bars, no check-ins, um, no way of knowing who is there. And so we looked at the restrictions and it said that we could continue to operate outdoors um, yeah. in groups of two. So we thought, okay, well, rather than sending our members into areas uh, like those you know, those parks where um, you know the, the risk was greater, yeah. um, what could we offer that could keep us all together, uh, keep us supervised, um, and comply with the regulations so the first thing we did is we had a quick meeting and just looked over those regulations um so that we could see what it would allow and then we put together a plan um so that you know we had something documented that we could show authorities if if we were questioned and it turned out pretty quickly we were um a lot of questions. That, <laughs> that detailed what our plan was going to be from the moment that people arrive uh you know that they're going to check in and we have two systems obviously there's a services in south wales check in as well as um waterfront uh things would be sanitized before they got there it would only be groups of two we, we, we um made diagrams of how large each area was going to be uh, we uh, listed the timetables to ensure that there was adequate change over time so that people weren't congregating so that w- as one group came out, um, there was some time before the next one came in. All that sort of thing. We documented all that and then we sent it off to Services New South Wales. I sent it off to New South Wales Parliament. I sent it off to the Premier's office. Basically, <laughs> anyone that had a .gov 
in their email address received our plan. Um, And I think it was about three days before we got our first visit from New South Wales police. I think Alexandria got it first, was it? Alexandria won that one. We had we had bets on which team would get the first visit. Yeah, and um, it turns out we have the um, we've got the neighbours that that called the cops. Yeah. So they came to Alexandria first, and then I think Kingsgrove got one not long yep. after, and yep. then and then the city basically. That, that's just on the regular. I think the police just hang out there because they're, you guys they're are first name basis hotel. now. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> anyway, so that's what we did, and I think, um, I think it's worked really well. Uh, well, I think the really important thing with to note here, in my opinion, is that it was it was a really collaborative effort with authorities it wasn't Mm. like an us versus them or you know anything like that we worked really closely with service new south wales we got that you know you had the long conversation with with them and we had Mm. verbal approval we had written approval for our process and what we were running um yeah i i remember getting a phone call from our local police station for kingsgrove this is before the lga restrictions came into play Mm -hmm. Um, so I got a call from a local police station and the guy was lovely. And he said, um, this is just a phone call to give you a heads up that people are walking past and calling us and complaining, but we know what you're doing. It's fine what you're doing because it's within the restrictions. You're following the rules. Um, it's just to give you a heads up. Yeah. Um, which I thought was really interesting. It was, I mean, New South Wales police have been great. Every, every, time they visit um they have a, a good look around they, they they read over our plan um some of them are sort of not by heart because they've been here a couple of times um but they do have to come every time they get a call so they got to the point where some of them were recommending us to block the gate at the front at alexandria yeah. so that people couldn't see and they weren't calling um, yeah. because they, they do have to come out every time they get a call even though they know that we're within the regulations so um, they were really proactive as well. They saw the merit in what we were doing, just as Services New South Wales did. Their comments was that this is a really good initiative yeah. because they could see, you know, what some of the issues could be with the overcrowding in parks and sharing equipment and no check-ins and stuff like that. Whereas we had all that in place and more. We had the, we had both Services New South Wales check-in as well as Waterfly. We knew who was with who at every yeah. time. So if something did happen, we could trace it back straight away. Straight and away. that was really important. Um, and so, yeah, they thought it was, they said it was a really, really good initiative. So we, we had them on side, um, really quickly, which was great. I think they all agreed that it was within the spirit of what was trying to be achieved as far as keeping people, um, stopping them from congregating in more than groups of two and making sure that people were checking in. Um, there was some comments that it was close to the premises of the, of the gym. And so there could be some question that it was therefore part of the gym and gym must be closed. But that was in the wording and we'd be arguing semantics. I think they understood that outdoor is outdoor. Like yeah. it's pointless to send us across the road to do the exact same thing that we can do here because with COVID doesn't people. really, with more people, because COVID doesn't really care if you're on the premises or not. Outdoor yeah. is outdoor. Outside is outside. Outside is outside. That's right. Yeah. So, so they were great. They, they interpreted the law. Uh, the regulations favorably for us yeah. because they understood that what we were trying to do um, and what we were doing um, was within the spirit of the guidelines. And I think the other really important thing is you mentioned it earlier is mental health. And I mean, this is a whole nother topic and a whole nother podcast on its own, but mm. being cooped up inside your home to go out for a walk once a day, 
you you're gonna go crazy and we've got you know we've got members who are um you know working from home or running their own business they've got kids at home they've got babies they've got homeschooling that's right yeah yeah something's gonna give and i think we've been lucky enough that we have been able to well not just lucky we've worked our asses off to be able to provide this for our members during lockdown but um, you know, to, to be able to have them come in and, and do these outdoor sessions and still, you know, comply with all the restrictions and be within the guidelines. Yeah. Um, I think it's served us in our community really well. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's been, it's been great. Um, and really well received, which is really important. Um, the other thing that we've been doing is we, we have still dropped off to a lot of people. There's been some people outside that were going to get caught outside the 5k radius, uh, when that rule changed. So we've, We've tried to make sure that everyone has got some stuff. I, I know from personal experience, I had a, um, I was a casual contact because there was someone in my apartment building that had it. And so I had to get tested and isolate until I got the test results back. It was less than 24 hours before I got those test results back and I was going insane. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so I don't know how some people were doing it. So I, I was glad to be able to get back to the gym. And even if it was through the glass in the office that separated you know, us that were, um, that when we were on the shift from the, the, the members that were coming in, still just to be able to see people and talk to them. Yeah. Um, is, is fantastic. And to the people that couldn't come in, um, just to, to have some, some, equipment that they could take some frustration out, bang some weights or, or throw yeah. around a, an assault bike. Um, you know, we've got particularly some of them. It's been really hard for some of our members. Um, a couple of guys that come into mind is, is the, the frontline people, both yeah. in healthcare, um, in, in the police force, um, yeah. in the army and, and a few other, uh, people that have been called, um, to do some, some duties, some extra duties, um, during this time because they are constantly in the community and, and, and having to mix with people. Um, just out of necessity for their role, it means that they're coming into contact with a lot of people. And um, a couple of our members have been in and out of isolation constantly because yeah. they've been casual contacts or, or close contacts, um, just yeah, by necessity from being out in the community. So yeah. it's been yeah, so it's been really good that that we've been able to to help them through their isolation spurts, yeah. um, multiple isolation spurts, and um, and yeah, trying to hold the community together. Yeah. And we had at Kingsgrove was a little bit different for a while there because we were in the one of the hotspots. And um, when they brought in the rule where you couldn't travel outside of your LGA um, and the five-kilometre rule, that meant that four out of five of our coaches could not get to the gym. Me being the only coach that was able to get to the gym and I had a four-week-old so I couldn't get there either. So we had to shut down physically at even our outdoor session yeah um and temporarily but we'll reopen temporarily we're, we're back on now but during that time we all our equipment went out um even now if you walk in um you know half the mats are gone and the equipment's all out and and the feedback that we were getting from our members was the i guess appreciation with the programming and the equipment because they were able to go out into a park with a with a partner or with a buddy or whoever and still follow a program um, and have, you know, be able to to train and be able to do something even though they couldn't get to the gym. Now we're back onto outdoor, so it's all good, but here for a few weeks. We are are really fortunate that we have large outdoor areas. Um, The CBD 
uh, at one stage, that was the, the gym with the outdoor. That's actually got the smallest outdoor area of any of the gyms now. Um, yeah. But the guys there have been great. We, um, Gabby organized a, a trolley and we just load up some equipment and two groups can stay behind the gym because of the spatial requirements there that, that the, the police have told us that we had to follow. Yeah. Um, and then two groups grab the trolleys and they take them over to a nearby park and they just work out there and we just, we just cycle through. Yeah. And it's, it's been great. I got up one morning and, and jumped in with the guys over at the park, um, yeah. uh, buddied up with someone and we found some space and, and got after the workout. It's been a lot of fun getting out of the gym and working out outside, even though it was really cold and I do not like the cold. It was just right. fantastic to be outside. And now and that it is starting to warm up a little bit, I, I noticed a, um, it's <laughs> I know I noticed a tan line on my on my wrist from my watch. I was cheering. Yeah. I'm gonna do more yeah. of these outdoor sessions. Yeah. So um, the, the takeaway from anyone thinking of opening a gym is make sure that you have a large outdoor area because you never know when it's gonna come in handy. And a lot of gyms have do have that. And yeah. we reached out to a bunch of gym owners that that I know and um, some of the other coaches know to speak to them and to send them our plan and make sure that they knew what we were doing. Cause yeah. I, I thought, um, you know, the, the more of us that were, that were getting after it and, and taking and doing our little bit to for the community, the better. So, um, yeah, hopefully those affiliate owners and those gym owners also benefited from, from what we were doing. But, um, yeah, if you're, if you're a gym owner that's still looking for some ideas on how to get through that this last month, let us know. We've got all the plans that we've talked about. We can send them to you. And they're uh, quite detailed. It's, 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 uh, you know, there's like pages yeah. of. Yeah, they're, they're proper. Yeah. We, we, and they've evolved now. through, and they've evolved and adapted through the time yeah. um, that we've been in lockdown, depending on the advice that we've received. So if you're interested in any of that, um, let us know. Or if you're one of the members that would like to see that, let us know and I can email that to you. Yeah. Um, the next thing that we are doing that we're going to talk about, uh, we're going to announce today, um, is we are going to ramp up our online coaching so anyone that is uh, unable to get to those these um, any of our gyms for whatever reason whether or not you've um, left our gym and gone back overseas or um, you're simply outside the 5k radius um, we are going to be kicking off um, a little bit more extensive online coaching particularly around weightlifting Mm -hmm. because it is what we love to do so please if that's if you're interested in that let us know and we can send you um, your own program and yep. we encourage you as much as possible to send in your lifts. Um, if you want to video call me at any time to have a look at your lift, please do. Um, on all we our numbers. out on this stuff. Yeah, I love this stuff. Yeah, <laughs> we're not inconvenienced in any way. I look forward to these messages and these, these videos. So um, my number, your number, Lizzie's yep. number, um, all the weightlifting coaches' numbers are on the members' groups. Mm-hmm. Um, so let them know. Um, alternatively, all the other coaches, um, uh, you know where to find Gabby, you know where to find JJ, you know where to find Frankie and Corey and Olivia. Um, so yeah, if you're, um, if you're after any sort of critiquing or you just want to discuss the programming or anything like that, or you're after some additional things, please let us know. Um, look for some details on the members group today and, um, in the stories on Instagram. Yep. We'll post all about that today. Yeah. Amazing. Cool. Short and sweet today. That's it. That's what we're about. New format, nice and short. Um, mm-hmm. We're going to try to get um, just tackle a really small point every time and keep it short mm-hmm. so that um, you can listen to it on your 5K runs, hopefully. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, 20 minute, 
uh, four minute splits for some of our guys is achievable. Maybe we'll run Listen. over twenty five for some. <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll stretch it out to twenty five for guys like myself and Yuppie, yeah. um that aren't natural runners. Um, but there, I tell you what, during lockdown, some of the times that have been going up on some of these runs, oh. amazing. I can think of a couple of guys that have put up some some times. Um, the Lulu one that just went past, yeah, that Lulu run. Um, the splits are, I I, I don't believe it's human, it's mind blowing. But yeah, but it's great. Um, and that is that sort of reflects the diverse range of athlete that we have at One Six Eight. You've got um, all the way from from, from runners um, yeah. through to hardcore lifters, mm-hmm. and, we, and we love it all. Yeah, we love it all. So if that sounds like your at one of those extremes or somewhere in between and you want to check out any of our gyms, 168 gyms, jump on crossfit168.com.au or reach out through our Instagram um, and get involved. Yeah. Looking forward to it. Sounds good. Have a good day. Thanks for listening in, guys. Thanks, guys. See you later. Guys, thank you so much for tuning into the 168 podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you hit subscribe and tune into uh, our socials and all your podcast channels so you don't miss any future episodes. Thanks so much. See you next time.